like this new spot way better. We did. Even though it's like given like old people country farm vibes, but that's my house. You know, (laughs) old people country. (laughs) That is a very good way to describe it. You know, at the same time, that photo there kind of makes me think of like our heritage, like my dad or something, like some artwork that my dad would have, like the little burrow. You're saying it was like reminding you of Mexico because your dad's Mexican. I was trying to say it the nice way, but you're. Oh, I'm um, Mexican. I can say you things can say like that. It. My last name is Delocho. Oh, I'm allowed to you're say half that. Mexican. Oh my god, I didn't tell you the shit Shadow said the other day. <laughs> what um, she fucking say? <laughs> I fucking make her some like chicken strips, right? Uh huh. Um, and they have like a very like peppery taste to them. They they have a shit ton of pepper in the seasoning, mm. whatever. And she's oh. like, "This is spicy." I'm like, "Do you want some ketchup with it?" And she's like, "No." I can eat it. I'm like, you can eat it because you're Mexican, right? She's like, yeah, I'm a whole Mexican now. I'm not a half. <laughs> I'm like, right on, kid. It's hilarious. I yeah, love her. She's funny, though. Um, but, like, I've been trying to teach her more Spanish and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, when my family from Mexico was in town, um, I would, like, tell her what to say to them in Spanish because, like, they don't speak any English. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's cool. So, we've been working on that. That is really cool. I, yeah, I'm, I'm sad and become bilingual i had the opportunity you literally had the opportunity you literally took spanish with me in high school i know uh i might i might um try to take some courses over the summer and like do babble or something like that sponsor moves there was like a second where i was trying to learn french and listening to like Mm. audio not audiobooks but like those I don't know. It might have been like a podcast. It was something on Spotify, I think, and it was like to teach you French, French. lessons. Yeah. Like French lessons. Um, and that lasted for like a total of three days. Well, I think, yeah, we're, we're managing our time. I want to be now. trilingual. Trilingual. Mm-hmm. Corey and I want to do sign language. He knows a lot. He actually knows, oh, quite, a bit. He? He knows quite a bit more than I do. Um, sign language would be cool. To we want to do language. it for like kids and stuff yeah. because then you can communicate a little sooner with them and stuff. and well, should we get into this? Yeah, we uh, we studied Sorry, the topics. I'm like, okay, and now I'm starting to feel that wine a little good, bit. Good, like, a little two bit seconds ago, I was like, I no, told you, I the Pinot, Pinot's good. <laughs> it's it's an interesting taste to it. Like, I like it, yeah. but at the same time, I kind of don't. Mm. I don't know. It's stronger it's, than the Moscato. It's complex for me, just like everything else in just life. Just like everything else in life. Okay, well, since I lost rock, paper, scissors, I guess I will go first. Um, for this episode, we are going to be covering <laughs> haunted dolls. Um, yeah, so what did you pick? I picked Mandy the doll. I don't know why, show. but I just honestly... Like, sorry, I don't mean to interject here, but, like, when you say Mandy, I think of Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore. Yeah. Miranda. Amanda. Who? Miranda is also, like, a, so Mandy is a shortened name of Miranda or Amanda. I Get it? was today years old when I learned <laughs> this. I did not know. I, mean, I just always thought Mandy was a name. Yeah. I mean, I guess it probably could be because, like, there's people who name their kids just, like, Rick versus like richard that kind of thing i'm gonna go by the name dick (laughs) if you're from 1985 yes but (laughs) i mean if my name was richard i would definitely go by the name dick just to no get called no my dad won't do that my dad my dad's name was richard my grandpa's name was richard you know what i didn't that's another thing i was today years old and i learned i never knew your dad's name was richard you probably knew but didn't like 
know. You know no, what I mean? I, I don't know if I know your dad's name. I know Lassido. Your... Lassido. Lassido. Okay, see, like, that's something like I, it's like something in my memory, but yeah. Nope. I know that. Yeah. Anyways, we decided we're going to talk about haunted dolls. Um, I chose Annabelle, and like you said, you chose Mandy. See, senorita. Um, is she one of the dolls? Like, I can't make fun of her because she's going to like haunt me in my dreams. No, she doesn't seem to hurt people at this point. She just doesn't play well with other dolls, apparently, which does freak me the fuck out. I'm like, if she could fuck with other dolls, she could fuck with me. So, no, <laughs> we won't talk shit about her. Okay. <laughs> Full circle there. No. Full circle. <laughs> Um, what about Annabelle? Do we want to? So, like, Annabelle, obviously, How it's complex. the haunted doll from the Conjuring universe mm-hmm. movies. That's, like, what made her story super popular mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, but I was actually going to do that, the episode on um, Harold the doll. Uh-huh. Um, and I just, I don't know, I got, I did actually quite a bit of research on it, and I just got really uncomfy with the topic because I just started having like weird shit happen to me every time I listened to something like the first day I decided to start doing research I put on a podcast about it or whatever because mm-hmm. um, I'm just like one of those people like I'll read the information yeah. but I retra- like retain it more if I'll listen to it in a podcast absolutely um so I like put it on I'm on my way back to work from my lunch break you have a fucking spider on your ceiling don't they up there in the corner. Oh, hey. By your old people hutch. Okay, it's good luck. Hi, Spider. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad luck. That was just a, a sight. I was not expecting that. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got distracted there. Hi. Um, oh, what's his name? Frederick. Anyways. Yeah, that's actually a good name for him. Hi, Frederick. Freddy. Thank you for coming to our episode. Well, Freddy. Um, but yeah, no. So like I'm researching this doll, listening to podcasts. So like I put the first podcast I listened to about it on my car on my way back home from my lunch break. Um, and I'm listening to it. And all of a sudden, my phone switches from like my Apple CarPlay to my radio. Mm-hmm. And I didn't touch it. Like, my hands were on the steering wheel. It just fucking changed on its own. That's not the first time we've had weird malfunctions with the oh, yeah. paranormal. You know what? I don't even think we talked about the whole beer thing happening to us. We did not talk about the beer thing. I was thinking about the time that your car locked us in. We were fucking... <laughs> Demons locked you in my car. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we were over at the cemetery doing yeah, stupid That was really stupid. Things. It was. And that, that was, was your middle. idea. That was your idea. I mean, it was too. the middle of the day. I've done... <laughs> Let's just things take my Ouija board to the fucking cemetery. It's fine because it's daylight. Because it's daylight. Yeah, it was not uh, fine. Yeah, not fine. Definitely not. We learned not the hard way. Fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. But yeah, but, uh, no. Uh, what was it? It was last time we recorded. We went out to Safeway to get yeah. dinner. We got a six pack. For us and my husband. Put it, yeah, put it on and your table. And then we're in the kitchen. All the animals are in the kitchen with us. and we just We're cooking dinner. Yeah, and we just hear. We started, Fire. we were talking about, like, what our new episode was going to be. We were, yeah. We were talking about, like, serial killers, if we should cover that. Um, and then all of a sudden, the beers just, like, fell off the fucking table. Yeah. And there's, like, no animals over there. Not, no, not everybody was weird. in the kitchen with us. Yeah. And we just look, and we were like, I mean... That was nothing broke, thank no. God. Oh, oh, that would have been shitty. Those are expensive beers too. We bought them at a fucking well, grocery store. I just didn't want to like deal with the mess and the glass and ugh. But still, it was uncomfy. Yeah, that was weird. But anyway, so 
driving I had that happen to me and like like I said like you physically I have like a radio button mm-hmm. on my was it called a console I don't know what the yeah um but I had your command center yeah um it just like changed on its own I'm like oh that's fucking weird whatever and then um last week no this week yeah this week because that happened last week was when i started researching it well then this week um at work i'm listening to another podcast about it and um the <laughs> i had a document open on like my computer and i accidentally opened it i didn't mean to and like i didn't touch anything within the document as far as like the buttons mm-hmm. um other than exit i can't exit to close it because i didn't need to open and then all of a sudden my printer goes off and it fucking prints a document like what the fuck no yeah it's really weird that freaks me out i feel like these dull topics that we've been studying this last week have been very much more interactive than i'm comfortable with with as far as like the paranormal goes have you had weird shit happen to you since researching yours no not necessarily Barely just like studying it, I am like, I don't really want anything to happen. So I think I've been putting up my wards and being like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've been wearing my Jesus necklace. I've worn it every single day since that beer yeah. thing happened. Literally, after the beer thing happened, I drove straight to fucking Hobby Lobby <laughs> and bought a necklace and little cross like little cross charms and made myself a fucking cross necklace because yeah. I'm like, nope nope no i'm not open to this kind of stuff as much when you can start manifesting yourself and move things yeah i'm scared yeah scared because like what's the difference between you like moving this other than like moving me like it's like our first topic where it's like the cat was being like lifted out the window i'm like at what point do you fucking drop the cat yeah at what point do you stab me (laughs) yeah that's very true it's one of those things like you just have to keep yourself (laughs) yeah but you have to keep yourself closed off to some of the ideology behind it to a certain extent just because like you don't want to open yourself up Mm -hmm. to too much you know Mm -hmm. so like that's my thing like and i'm not i wouldn't say like i'm a super super religious person but like i definitely like believe in god you know um and so like before i do research while i'm doing research like especially with like topics like this I, I always like pray and I just like ask God, you know, to protect me mm-hmm. and protect Shiloh and yeah. my family and stuff like that. Cause like at the end of the day, talking about it, putting it out there, like we do, it could possibly manifest something. We're exposed to it. Yeah. yeah. And that's it's something. like, it opens yourself up to it to an extent. So oh, you yeah. just have to like reel that shit back in. Well, and that's something that I've also been like a little self-conscious about because I know like family members will be like, be careful. Like, don't yeah. get, don't get cursed. And I'm like, yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've you told me same... that my whole life. Yeah, I've had them say <laughs> the same thing to me. <laughs> uh, I think we're probably a lot more careful about what we talk about and how we talk about it too, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we didn't, we've learned. We, you know, we did some stuff that... <laughs> not smiled upon in the paranormal community to you know fuck oh, around yeah, no, we and stupid. all that but any <laughs> that more, anymore we, we've learned it's like we uh yeah well yeah because we, we had to learn we fucked around and found out but you know what we are very very lucky that it did not turn out to be something worse than what it was oh like, yeah i've heard absolute horror stories about oh, yeah. people playing with that shit i feel like what we got was very very mild in comparison sure. to our agreed i think 
I think just generally possessing possessing a Ouija board at all is now not anything we are ever interested in ever doing. Were again. you the one who told me that you would like consider getting like a Ouija board like tattooed on you or something? No, like that? somebody told me that, and I'm like, no, that doesn't sound not like me. a good idea, dude. Not me. Mm-mm. This is back in like our early 20s, so this is this like, is years a ago. ago. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, so long ago. Then you learned. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that was a long tangent. Thanks for sticking through that. Yeah, it was good, though. A little bit about us. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so my topic was Annabelle. Um, Let's hear about Annabelle. Um, So what do you know about Annabelle? Do you know anything? So, no, not beyond the Conjuring movies, really. Other than, like, do know that she's not, like, a, uh, like, the little whatever. (laughs) The porcelain doll. Yeah, the little Wendy's girl, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Don't act like it's not true. (laughs) Don't act like you don't see cheeseburgers when you Uh, see that bitch. (laughs) um, No, she's actually a raggedy Ann little little thing. Yeah, the raggedy Ann doll. I have one of those growing up. Did you? Um, I did not have a Raggedy Ann, but I actually did get Shiloh Raggedy Ann off of Christmas last year. I've seen a couple of them in the stores and been tempted. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't see anything wrong no. with it. I don't. Oh, they're cute. They're so cute. I don't know. They she actually liked made new it. Ones. She I wanted it for Christmas. I didn't know they made so new ones. That's cute. Yeah. yeah, I think I ordered it off of Amazon. No. Maybe it wasn't this most recent Christmas. It might have been the Christmas before that. I got Aww. it. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah, but that one's not haunted. This one's no, no, that was from Amazon. <laughs> this one, uh... <laughs> yeah, this one, um, it's it's a peculiar, peculiarly. I can't fucking say that word. It's it's an interesting case. She's a little nefarious. It's, yeah, it's an interesting one for sure. Um, so yeah, like you said, it's a Raggedy Ann doll. Um, and basically, this whole story takes place in the 1970s. I think it was like 1971. Um, and Pretty much how the story starts is um, there is this girl named Donna, and she is gifted the Raggedy Ann doll by her mom for, I've heard two different things um, in a couple of the podcasts I listened to, which um, one was the Red Web podcast about it, and then the Lights Out podcast. Um, those said that she was gifted the doll for her 28th birthday, if I'm recalling that correctly. Okay. But then I watched a YouTube video, um, and it's an interview with Ed Warren, mm-hmm. which the Warrens, this is one of their cases, actually. Um, and they're, like, famous paranormal investigators. Oh, yeah. Super, super famous. Um, and so what Ed says in the interview is that it was a Christmas gift. So there's varying information on it. Um, when the um, stall was acquired, it sounds like. No, I mean, like, that's pretty much sticks to okay. this. Like, it's pretty much the same all across the board on that, that she got the doll in the 1970s. Okay. Um, it's just, like, whether it was her birthday, whether it was a Christmas gift, it was a gift. Sure, sure, sure. By um, the time our parents probably would have been alive and getting Christmas gifts, that's kind of spook. Yeah, I think my mom was... A, teenager in the Let's see, my mom is like 61, so she got about nine. Okay, yeah, my mom's a little bit older than yours then. Um, But yeah, so anyway, she gets this doll as a gift. Her mom finds it, and I think it was like a craft store or some shit like that, and it's like an antique. Oh. um, Cute. doll. Yeah. But yeah, so she ends up giving the doll to the daughter. Donna then takes it home and when all of this is happening, Donna's a nurse. She has a roommate named Angie. They share an apartment together. 
obviously because of roommates that was really a stupid thing to say but whatever um <laughs> no but yeah I mean... they like work at the same hospital which i think i found somewhere it okay was so they're the, nurses yeah they're nurses they're nurses at the hartford hospital which is in connecticut so this, okay. this case takes place in connecticut sure an old part of history <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah and like connecticut's haunted as fuck yeah. Like, that everything, yeah everything there's fucking haunted <laughs> in. um but yeah so she takes it home and she has like a an attachment to this doll like an emotional attachment like she sleeps with it she would like take it downstairs and eat breakfast with it every morning with like her roommate and shit um and in one of the interviews i watched with ed warren he even says that like she would take it down for breakfast um and she kept doing that and then one day when she takes it down to the kitchen table to eat or whatever her and her roommate see the doll move its arms up and put its arms like its hands on the fucking table. Ah, like feed me? Well, no, I don't. I, I guess it didn't really get that descriptive, but it yeah, was just no, like that's it, like that's where my brain goes. It I'm just like, like moved its. It just like moved its arms and put it on the just table. Just like, whoa, yeah. Um, and so that happens with the doll. Um, they also start to find like little notes written on parchment paper. That say like help us. Nope. Help, help Lou, which Lou actually is the fiance of Donna, and he, he kind of oh, comes into the story later on. Um, but anyways, they find these little notes on parchment paper, which they're like, "Where the fuck did this come from?" Because they don't even fucking have parchment paper in their apartment. <laughs> which, That's awesome. where the fuck did that come from? Like, what? That's weird. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. She's sneaking out to Office Max in the middle of the night. Well, yeah, that's like automatically what I would think too. Is like, oh, my roommate's like fucking with me. I know. Oh, it's like that's some shit I would do to you. I'm like, yeah, no, that's yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Um, so after kind of all of this stuff's happening, they contact a psychic, and the psychic does like either like a seance, uh, which is what how like Ed Warren describes it, or. Kind of, I guess, like the psychic read the doll or whatever to try and figure out what's going on with it. Well, the psychic tells them that it has the spirit of a young girl named Annabelle attached to it. And this young girl um, died like near the property where they live or whatever. And it's like attached to this doll. And the girl's like, oh, how sad. Well, she can, like, her spirit can live in the doll. The doll can live with us. Like, that's fine. Like, that's, that's okay. <laughs> what was that? It's fine. Oh it's animals. But yeah, so they basically invite the spirit to like live in the doll, right? They invite it in? Yeah, they're like, she can fucking live in the doll. It's okay. Move right in. Yeah. Right, right in. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? That, no, no, that's not what you the fucking do. The difference between mediums and exorcists. Fucking one dumb. evicts your ass. One is like, here, let me give you a refuge. Um, but Stupid yeah. shit. So then after this, obviously, they take the doll back home. And then, like, they start to notice that, like, okay, Donna would leave the doll on her bed. And then they would come home from work and find the doll in a different spot in the apartment. Nope. <laughs> And, like, this keeps happening. And at first, it's, like, super subtle. Like, they'll leave it on the couch, and then they find it on the floor. Like, okay, well, maybe it, like, it somehow fell, fell over or yeah, something like that. Like you, that. Try and, you try and rationalize right. it. Right. Why wouldn't you? Um, and then 
that's like after that and it's subtle things then it becomes the bigger things where it's like oh it was in the bedroom then it's like in the living room it's in like completely different places um so it's just like really weird um they would get kind of like near the doll and they would just get like a really like scared feeling yeah and honestly when I read that um it reminded me a lot of when like I imagine like how we felt when we were sitting on your patio Mm -hmm. um smoking hookah after we had messed with the Ouija board in the cemetery and it was just like a really like kind of heavy dark feeling that is yeah that is what I imagine um so yeah they start feeling that and they just like they start they're scared of it like they're yeah. starting to figure out, like, oh, something's not right here. Something is wrong. Um, well, they end up having Lou, who's the fiance of Donna, move in with them because they're, like, so scared of the doll. Because he, like, starts spending the night, and then he ends up moving in, just kind of trying to watch over them or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess, like, be their protector. Um, and then Lou starts having weird shit happen to him. And, like, one of the things in the story that happens to him is that he is sleeping and at the foot of he like wakes up and at the foot of the bed like by his feet he sees the doll Mm -hmm. and then he's it's like sleep paralysis in my opinion anyways he says like he can't move he can't talk like all he can move is his eyes and that he slowly like he sees the doll slowly start climbing up his (gasps) leg get on his chest and start strangling Ah. him um and so it's (laughs) To me, that sounds a lot like sleep paralysis. Like, have you ever had that? Not not explicitly, no. I mean, I've always been able to move. I've always, like, kind of. Okay. See, like, I've had that. You've I've had, had it. Sleep you have had it. I've had sleep paralysis before, and it's, I've only ever had it once. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was, like, sleeping, and then I just I wake up, and I can hear something, like, moving outside of my room. I can't see anything, though. Like, the room's dark, Um, but it's like you're awake but you you can't maybe can't talk yeah. or anything like that it's a really really weird experience but the like what is described for what happened to him reminds me a ton of that um so anyways he ends up like grabbing the doll I, I think it's the next day and something that I listened to or read it said that he they were like going on vacation or something like that taking a road trip and um, Donna puts the doll in her bedroom, closes okay. the door, and then they start hearing the doll like moving in the uh-huh. room. Lou goes into the bedroom, opens the door, and finds the doll on the floor. He picks it up and he's like, You're just a doll, and then like the rose across oh, the fucking just like yeet that bitch. Oh, and don't then do that. He like doubles over in pain because he yep. has scratches. Yep. Um and, and the inner what happened. Oh yeah, like the fuck dude, like I I don't I'm not gonna say that I don't believe in this story, but I don't necessarily believe everything in this story. Right. There's a lot of things that just don't make sense in my brain and just I'm just one of those up. people like I have to connect all the dots. Otherwise I'm just Absolutely. gonna like, just disregard a lot of it. But um yeah, so he like throws the doll across the room, ends up getting these scratches and what Ed Warren said in an interview was he got a total of seven scratches. It was like three or four scratches on his chest. I think it was three scratches okay. on his chest Shit, and then four scrubs. scratches on his back. Okay. And then they just like dissipated and there's no scars or nothing left. Mm, a little suspicious. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like it's kind of, it's kind of weird. One just went away. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, uh... And there's no photos of any of the stuff. Like there's no, I mean, there's a photo of Lorraine carrying the doll outside okay. of the 
the apartment or whatever um that's like a pretty famous photo you can like pull it up on google and shit but other than that i don't think that there's like a evidence right like, there, like there's really That's any evidence and stuff like this. yeah um but yeah so then that happens and um they oh fuck i forgot this part too um before they um i think it was before they took it to the psychic or maybe it was after they mm-hmm. took it to the psychic they would find the doll like standing on its legs and like it, it's not like and a it, regular doll no, like it's, it, it's like plush it's a plush doll yeah like it can't physically do, can't that. do that um, but yeah like they came home from work one day opened the door and the doll's just standing there by the door like in front of the door standing <laughs> on its legs yeah, I would just like punch that bitch at this point. I would <laughs> nope, go me head into the dumpster. You yeah. go, yeah, with um, the can of beans. <laughs> like no, but yeah. So they were just having not normal things fucking happen. So, um, and like after they had that seance with the doll or whatever, the psychic reads it. They would also have like shaking of their beds um they would hear knocking all over the walls mm. just like weird shit starts happening you know lights would like just um they would like see lights in different rooms i think is what it was um and they would get like cold spots um so yeah just like just weird shit you know i feel like when you are able to attach to something your power just goes through the fucking roof and you're able to manifest all these kind of different things well yeah because they fucking invited a demon into a doll they asked for it fucking dumb i'm sorry but if i had something fucking haunted like that my first instinct wouldn't be like oh let's take it to a psychic to see what's going on with it no No, bitch there is something not right with that eso no es de dios okay (laughs) that is something evil and you fucking take it to the goodwill of somebody (laughs) else's problem that is what you do there you put it on facebook marketplace so some stupid 20 year old can buy it sell it it on ebay for 150 (laughs) dollars at the haunted doll and keep it in a fucking storage unit until then that is what uh, you do, my but why is it that every one of these dolls is passed down from like a grandmother? They're like, here, baby. And you're like, that's what doesn't make sense about too. this story because the mom, it's not like this was like a doll that had some weird traumatic thing attached, like happened around it or whatever, or belonged to a family member. It was just a fucking doll she found in a store. That's weird. It's just really fucking weird. I'm sorry for a minute. Your lips, I saw your lipstick out of the corner of my eye and I thought it was a person sitting there and it scared the shit out of me. Oh my God, that scared me for a minute. (laughs) Well, I guess that's one thing that I've been seeing lately and this book will make you want to move in. But uh, (laughs) you've been seeing shit in here? I've been seeing not in here. No, no, not down here. I haven't seen anything down not here. Not down here, just in other parts of the house. I don't know. I've just been seeing like weird things in the, the edge of my peripherals. My vision, I'm also aging in my peripheral. My vision could be going. So. Oh my God, don't fucking tell me that. I'm not Sorry. already in your basement. Sorry. Sorry. It's not really my basement. It's just my and nobody's died here. There's no reason this should be No, haunted. but like, what if we like opened a Nothing. vortex? A vortex. It's okay. Okay, I haven't seen like anything other than like in my peripherals. So it's fine. Is it like a person you see or no, just shadows? That's not normal. No, it's probably not. I you should, should I should probably get my eyes checked first. Um uh, yeah, and get some fucking sage just in case, my dude. I have my cinnamon. You have your cinnamon sticks? No, if you're seeing fucking shadows, we need like sage and shit. <laughs> it is. It's fine. Oh my god. Oh, 
o'clock and I'm gonna spend the night here. No, I'm not drinking anymore. I need to sober up in the next six hours so I can fucking drive home. I'm not doing that. No, it's been fine. No, it's not. That's not fine. Oh, I'm a comfy now. Okay, sorry, I have to continue this story. Do you want too much of pot pie? Oh, oh god, I'm just like mentally preparing to having to sleep on your couch. You can also sleep in the bedroom upstairs. Uh, two bedrooms. Is there lights in there so I can sleep with the light on? Because I'm fucking scared. Yeah, there's lights in the bathroom. They're all connected. So you're connected to me if you need me. Or fucking like go into your room at like 3 am or like Chanel. You can do that. <laughs> I'm scared. There's no need to be scared. I have so many animals. Can't be freaking out at the cat over there. Yeah, that's true. You do have a lot of animals. I have animals so many animals. Activity. They would be barking their asses off if yeah. anything was. I swear Scary. to God, I see when we can't, your cats, like, do something where I'm out. I am <laughs> out. No, nothing's bad here. I don't feel anything. Corey's super sensitive, so she would know, too. Oh, my God. Corey would be so upset if we haunted your house. And he would. He would be very upset. <laughs> he would be so mad. He would cry. Oh. Ooh, and here we are at 30. Okay. So, anyways, what's his face? Lou. Lou gets clawed. Like he was attacked by a cougar, whether it be the animal or the older woman. But anyways, he gets he gets attacked by Annabelle, and then that's when the girls um end up calling. They end up calling the High Episcopal Canon in Hartford, which I um, the Episcopal. I don't know what that is. It's a religion. No, I mean I know what that oh. is. <laughs> Like, the, the canon part. I don't, proud I, just, of I don't understand what that is because when I think of a canon, like, no, when I think of a canon, like, I think of like a canon from like war. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the, what I think about. Like, yeah, like, powder yeah. And all that. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, so they uh, they end up calling that that person, and then that person calls. Father Richard Nolan, who is an exorcist, and then he ends up calling the warrants, and then that's kind of where the is he like y'all shouldn't have been like invite this thing in. You know, it doesn't. The story really doesn't uh, tell us too much on that part of whether he was just like, hey, y'all done fucked up. Yeah, um, any self-respecting exorcist I've read about would be like, what the what, hell? Like, what's wrong with you? you? Why wrong with you? You don't do that. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, the Warrens come in, do their investigation, um, and then that's when the girls and Lou find out, oh, there's something demonic attached to this doll. There's never a girl named Annabelle or whatever. No. Um, and Lou's like, told you. I <laughs> told you because this whole time, Lou's like, eso no es de Dios. Like, the entire time, he doesn't think that this doll has some little girl spirit attachment to it. He's like, nah. Lou is this wise. Is, this thing is fucked up. Um, so like, good on you, Lou. Like, you you've got that good extra job, sense. Lou. Good job. You figured it He's out. He's my favorite out of this whole story. So what? The two girls were like, no, it's a little. Yeah, girl. no, because they they no. thought it was legit a little girl. Um, and which I like, mean, I guess you you want to like, be heartfelt. You human. do. You don't want to necessarily think about like the worst possible situation no. unless you're me because you're my kind of first, in denial for yeah, a long while my first thought process is fucking demon i mean i thought your fucking elliptical was a demon <laughs> like 10 minutes ago so you're <laughs> like i'm gonna go like <laughs> 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 my little cross 
episode. I'm done. Oh, fuck no. We're done with this podcast. <laughs> like, I, I will straight up stop doing this shit, and we're going to start talking like, about history. We're things. burning the mic. We're burning the laptop, the notebooks, no, everything. No, we won't do that, but we'll just we'll do a prayer. <laughs> just kidding. Those things we'll are stage, expensive. And we'll just change our podcast to something not fucking scary. We'll do fucking history topics. We'll do makeup. That's fine. We're cute. Can you do a podcast about makeup? I don't know. Review products. You know what? about it. And be like, this gave me allergies. This did not. This gave me allergies. This gave me pink eyes. <laughs> this ball you been around. Um, is that true? Is that true? If, like you fart on something, like, oh, sleep on it, they'll get pink eyes. I think it's mostly the method of bacteria. So I mean, it's like, yes, it is. Like... So when you fart, your fecal matter goes through the layers of clothes. You don't want to know. I know a little bit too much about like how many awful things are. Oh my god, that's gonna scare me more than your elliptical demon. Let's not talk about that. Okay, back to demons. Yes. Um. So yeah. Anyways, the warns are like, hey, y'all done fucked up. There's a fucking demon, and you invited it to live in this doll. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'm. I I fully expected the exorcist to be bad. Um. So yeah. So they end up having a priest go over to the house does an exorcism i don't that's the thing with this story like it's so generalized especially in the interviews that i watch with ed warren it doesn't really give a lot of specific information so that's why this is kind of one of those things like take it as you will like take it with a grain of salt right it's frustrating because it's Mm -hmm. like been so hollywoodized and yeah especially with that you're like where's the facts yeah but so basically they do an exorcism um they're like you know there's no demons in your house anymore but we're gonna take the doll so they end up taking the doll. They put it in the car with them because they got to fucking drive home. Like, they have to <laughs> in this town. Like the time you have to drive home yeah. after doing our weird shit. Yeah. You're like, uh. Oh, my God. I'd always be so I'm going to put on Jesus music. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. literally. I'm like, I'm the one to sit in my haunted apartment by myself. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so, anyways, they had to drive home. Um, And apparently, like, on the drive home, from what the Warrens claim, it was, like, a crazy ride. Like, oh, their car um kept, like, trying to, like, lo- it was, like, losing control and, like, trying to run off the road. A walk. <laughs> Um, they almost got into like a head-on collision. Um, I think it was like with a tractor truck. So Annabelle was trying to kill them. Or maybe there was the priest that got, uh, the priest got into an accident too. There's another priest that comes in later on and he gets into a fucking accident. But anyway, so they almost get into an accident and then Ed Warren actually like gets to the point where he like pulls over and like sprays. The, well, I don't know if it was like in a spray. I don't think it was a spray bottle. I don't know. I don't know how people store their holy water. Holy water. Yeah, I, I just know he put holy water on the doll and then they were able to get home safely. Sure, sure. And so they keep this doll in their house. Like straight up, they keep it in their house. And they eventually end up moving it into their occult museum, which I don't, in the movies, I think it's like yeah. depicted as a room in their house. But yeah. I think in real life, it's actually like a, a shed or something area. like attached sure. to the house. Sure. I don't think it's actually in the house. That's how I want to do it. Like, fuck, oh, uh, fuck man, I wouldn't have that shit anywhere oh, near my no, house. No, 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 me either. I mean, <sighs> I guess if the shit in there wasn't like actually haunted, then whatever. But <laughs> and then did they really have a daughter? I know that's in the movies. Yeah, no, they did have a daughter. Um, Jesus Christ! And so, like, part of me was like, why the fuck would they bring this doll home when they have a kid in the home? If they think they can unless for it. one they're like none of this shit actually happened uh-huh or two i don't know i mean they were so into it though i feel like they really 
I think that they saw some shit. No, like I hundred because I hundred percent believe that like demons possessions that stuff does happen. Yeah, like, in my opinion, I believe in that stuff. But at the same time, I'm just like, well, why would you bring that into your home? Like that doesn't make sense to me. You're just fascinated by it. Um, but I want to say like I either saw a YouTube video or like I listened to a podcast or something where it was said that their daughter actually didn't really live with them. That the daughter mostly like stayed with maybe grandparents, the grandmother. I think. Yeah, I think that is featured in the Lorraine's mom. I mean, they're traveling a lot. Yeah, and that's why paranormal. That's why Judy. Judy was the daughter's name, and I. Pretty sure she's still alive. I haven't heard anything sure. that she died. The Warrens are dead. Um, Ed Warren, I want to say, died in like 2005. It might have been sooner than that. Okay. How he old were they? Like, they? When they died, I don't know how old Ed Warren was. He was older, though, because mm-hmm. they, I want to say, grew up in like the 50s maybe okay. i don't know gas was like 18 cents at the time so whatever the fuck gas was that cheap they're older than our parents though obviously, yeah yeah they're, they're older like, than well our parents and, well and gone yeah and lorraine warren died i want to say in 2019 so her death okay was relatively recent yeah and she was actually involved in like the conjuring movies from like what i found oh cool yeah. okay. but um yeah, so they take the doll home, and eventually they end up moving it into their museum. They Because, it, like, they start seeing weird shit with the doll at their house, right. you know? Like, I'd claim to have seen the doll levitate multiple times and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and uh, a priest, which I don't think it, and the stuff I found, it disclosed a priest's name or anything like that. But anyway, so the priest bring like, goes over to their house. And he's like, oh, I want you guys to get in my car. Let's go on a car ride. I got a new car. Um, and they go on the car ride, and he starts asking Ed about the doll. And he's like, well, can I see this doll? And he's like, yeah, you can see this doll. So he brings it back, takes him to see the doll. And the priest does exactly what Lou does um, and grabs the doll. And he's like, you know, um, what did he say? I wrote it down, but he said exactly. He says, God is more powerful than a devil. And he, like, throws a doll across the room. And Ed replied to that. He's like, yes, God is more powerful than millions of devils. But then he's like, dog, you best fuck around and find out. Yeah. Because um, it's like, he's the, don't like, enact violence on the devil. Yeah. Like, the 10 out of 10 do not recommend, you know? No. Um, but, yeah. So, anyways, the priest doesn't really think much of it. Um, and so he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go home. Deuces. and you know like the ones are like okay well like call us when you get home so we know you're okay well then like hours pass by they don't hear from the priest and then finally the priest calls them and they're he's like i was in a horrible accident like i almost got killed um i think it was like part of his car was like shield or shield it was sheared by a tractor trailer oh truck yeah it's a pretty big truck yeah um but yeah and he survived he survived yes he survived And um, the priest said, like, the last thing he saw was, like, before, like, right before the accident happened is the image of Annabelle. So I don't know if he saw her in, like, his rearview mirror or yeah. if it was, like, a mental image or what, but apparently that's what happened. That's terrifying. Yeah. And, like, the Warrens end up moving her into their museum, and they build, like, this box that has, like, I think it's scripture engraved on it. Yeah, like, like she's not supposed to leave. Wood and yeah, it's like a like a oh, Jesus jail. 
yeah and so they have like signs in their museum because it's not just this in their museum they have a bunch of other like demonically oh yeah no, they got some bad things shit. um so like anyways yeah but so they put her in this box she's kicking it in the museum people could come and see her and stuff like that and i'm pretty sure the museum is still closed I want to say that they closed it back in 2019 or 2020, somewhere kind of around the that. Kind of, yeah. Um, and I want to say it was because of them needing like a permit because it's a museum. And I don't know if you had to pay to go and visit. You might have. I didn't really look into that. But, but basically, were... it was a museum and a residential zoning and, like, the city is like, nah. Mm. Y'all got me fucked up with that shit. You can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, I think it's still closed. I don't know. Um, maybe I'll get a wild hair up my butt and Google that. If I right. Find out. Um, it's also not something I really want to go visit. When... I was younger because I've known about the Warrens for a good amount of time. Oh yeah. Um, but when I was younger, I always like I really wanted to go visit the legendary. But just like now, the more and more I learn about their different stories, it's just not something that I really want. A lot of weird energy. They have, but I'm not. I'm not saying that what they're like, what they're claimed and all that stuff is made up. I'm. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that there's a lot of things that they've said about the things in their museum okay. that the stories behind it, not all the dots connect for me. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I'm just not as interested in it. Sure. Like I, I think the story itself, it's like an interesting story, but it's a story. It's a me, story. You know? Yes. It's not like, I don't know. Something. It's not like Alcatraz. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, not something that's these like are super facts. factual. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, but yeah, so they put her in this museum. Um, there's an instance with the museum. Actually, I think it's two. Um, a cop went to visit them because he was working with them on an investigation, I think, for a missing little kid or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, because Lorraine was like clairvoyant. Sure, so she, yeah, she had a lot of talent. Yeah, she was like gifted and could see things. Um, like in interview, she says that like when she was little, it started when she was like nine or ten, um, and she would like see lights around people and like be able to see their auras basically sure. and stuff. Um, but anyway, so this cop goes over to their house, goes into their museum, and I couldn't find specifically what happened to him, but that. Ed, like, found the cop, like, absolutely terrified and that, like, he almost died and stuff. Like, that's the thing with these stories is that, like, these bad things supposedly happen to these people, but there's not, like, evidence of it. There's not a lot of details to the story. Right. They're not talking about it. You can't find, like, YouTube interviews. Right. Right. You think, and, like, like, the YouTube videos they do find of them talking about it, it's a lot of generalized information. There's not a lot of specific details. That's so hard. Yeah. Um, But that happens. So, or... So that cop detective, who whatever that person was, um, had like something weird happen to him, and I think it had to do with Annabelle. Okay. Um, but again, I don't have like specifics on it. Maybe one day I'll be able to find those. Maybe I'll find those in like the Reddit holes that I fall into at like twelve in the morning <laughs> when I can't sleep. Um, and then the other thing that happened with it 
is when it was opened as a museum, this young man and his girlfriend went into the museum. And I think with what how the story goes is the young man was like either taunting the doll or like touched the case on the doll or did something that was like disrespectful towards it. Um, and Ed's like, no, dude, like, you need to get out of here. Like, you can't be doing shit like that. Like, this is, like, you don't know what you're fucking with. Yeah, get out. And the guy's like, oh, I challenge it to do something to me as he leaves <gasps> or whatever. I challenge you to a duel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so the way the story goes is that they leave. He was on the motorcycle. They're riding the motorcycle or whatever. The girlfriend's on the back. And somehow the boyfriend loses control of it and crashes straight into a tree and he's killed on impact immediately. Oh, yeah. You and don't the girlfriend, that. Um, yeah. The she girl- get launched? No. Well, I don't know if she got launched. That's the thing. There's not specific details on it. It just, and Ed Warren said in one of the interviews was that he, what he said was that she got injured and was in the hospital for over a year. And that she said when the accident happened, they were making fun of the dog. Mm. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like, we so, don't like, know where's her things. interview. Yeah, we don't know her name. Like, a lot of these things. We don't even know Donna and Andy's names. We don't even know if they're pseudo names. Like, we don't know any of no. this stuff. Yeah. There's just not a lot of like factual details that's to it. So, so that's kind of what makes it hard for me to be like, it does. Makes it really hard you to know, track. Like, hmm, I 100% believe in this. I think that. If these stories are true that a lot of bad things happen to this doll, yeah, they're probably something demonic attached to it, a hundred percent. But at the same time, there's not a lot of evidence in it, or at least just details, man. Just give me more details so mm-hmm. that way it's like this is something I can look up. I can see if these were like real people. Give me you dates, know. you know? Yeah. Times, yeah. Dates, it's just a lot of like things like that generalized information so that's what kind of has me a little bit like scary story yeah like if someone were to tell me this story for the first time and i was like oh my gosh 16 or whatever oh yeah this would scare the fucking shit out yeah i mean the movies are phenomenal i love them i've never seen the annabelle movies in all honesty Mm. i've seen the conjuring movies i do actually like those except i don't like the second one the second one was not my favorite Mm. um I like them. I think they're, they're I really, so, I don't know. They're my favorite horror romance, if that makes sense. Cause like the story between the, what they, what they portray in Hollywood with like Ed and uh, Lorraine Warren is really sweet. And then he's like the hero and she's like the damsel in distress. So, you know, what's the funny thing about that though, with the first movie um, and that they're kind of portrayed as like the heroes and they save this family in real life. They made things so much fucking worse for the parent family. The like they tried to do a seance and the fucking mom got like possessed. Andrea Perrin, who's one of the daughters. Yeah. Um, she and she has like a I think it's like a three-part book series on like their experience of living in the house. Because they lived in that house for like a decade. They couldn't <gasps> fucking sell it. Yeah. Yeah. They had to live there for a fucking decade. And like not everything in that house is like you know, bad energy or anything mm-hmm. like that or demonic. There was one spirit in there that, you know, was like a demonic entity or whatever. But um yeah, I guess like the mom they try to do a seance and the mom 
like got possessed and Andrea said like she went to go see what was going on because they had all the kids upstairs which like why the fuck didn't you take them to a babysitter's house like what the yeah. hell like no <laughs> you don't fucking have like a kids yeah there. no you just don't do that but yeah so they end up doing the seance mom gets possessed and what Andrea said was that her mom, um, she just, like, looked different, and she started talking in, like, a different language, mm-hmm. and, like, it wasn't her voice. Like, mm-hmm. that lights up with, like, possession yeah. stuff. So, yeah. And then the dad ended up, like, kicking them out of the house after they got the mom, like, depossessed. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Exercise? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, once the mom, like, went back to normal, they end up, like, kicking, kicking the parents or not the parents, the parents ended up kicking the warrants out, and they're like, don't ever fucking come back here. Interesting. There's some interesting stuff with it. That is. Yeah. So I think the warrants will probably be another topic. topic. They'll probably do a few episodes about their cases. I kind of want to do one on on them themselves. Yeah. Um, And there's, like, a lot of mixed feelings on these people. Oh, yeah. Like, some people really, really like them. Others just, you know, think that they're a cop. You know, they just yeah. think they're full of shit, which I guess I kind of get, but I don't know, like, me, the kind of person I am, I do like to think, like, the best out of everybody. I think maybe some of their stuff is a little bit fabricated, you know, because that's, you want to tell a good story. Like, I get it. Yeah, you want to get a reaction out of somebody. How they got famous. You know? But I'm not denying the fact that, yeah, they probably saw some shit. They were dealing with, like, some demonic things, 100%. Like, probably did said, they probably some stirred some stuff up. They weren't the heroes that they, uh. And I think, well, I feel like that's typical of anybody going in. We've well, seen especially that a lot if you're not experienced, like you don't know what you're doing. Like, like that, we would never do that. No, we like, just talk about it. Yeah, but like, look what we did. We played with your Ouija board, not knowing what we were doing, what we were. Thank opening, God, we only we hurt ourselves. Like, yeah, and like I said, like we, what happened to us was very, very mild compared to what happened some to some people because some people like really yes. really awful things happen really you know we just had something like kind and of we left fun. it there <laughs> yeah well i didn't because i still had like weird shit yeah. happen to me after the fact. oh my god the worst two years of our lives were that i don't know once i learned to just ignore it it like just kind of went away <laughs> so basically that's the story of annabelle <laughs> take that as you will to leave that on that note <laughs> um don't fucking invite demons to move into your fucking inanimate objects. No, don't do that. Thank you. But yeah. Okie dokie, Smokies. Well, we've got Mandy. Mandy the doll. She is from the British Columbia, so Canada. So that's maybe why we haven't heard a ton of her out here in the United States. There is a movie. I will keep my opinion on the movie to myself. I'll just let y'all watch it. She didn't like the fucking movie. I didn't like the movie. There's a crap <laughs> ass movie. It's crap. That's okay though. Like okay. I don't know. Sometimes I like genuinely enjoy shitty movies because then at that oh. point I don't really have to pay that much attention to them. Like yeah, just no. like Oh my god, it had me dying. The doll was just like so literally it was like, oh I need a little like doll. It was just like <laughs> Seriously, like she would like come over from the head couch. She'd be like, Meh. That's fucking funny. Okay. <laughs> These are good topics. Um, alrighty. So our story begins in 1991 when a woman that they've just started to call Miranda 
um, she didn't really disclose her real name, uh, walks into the Quinsnell Museum. And the Quinsnell, and I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, the Quinsnell Museum is a museum for the region's history. So it's actually not a haunted museum, a doll museum, or a toy museum. But anyways, so we will call her Miranda. She walked into this museum and she was there to donate an item that had been passed down to her from her grandmother. So in her hands was an old porcelain baby doll. She handed the doll to the, the museum curator and immediately the curator notes feeling uneasy and the doll was very creepy. And I guess, and it's like at this point, the doll actually probably was about 100 years old. Like, so it's an antique. Um, and my, my mom actually has some porcelain dolls. Like, she collects them. There's actually one that has been in our family passed down from my grandmother that I'm supposed to have. Um, and it's really? kind of a cool story. Oh, yeah, I've never told you about that. No, that scares me. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's kind of sweet, you know. And I thought about her a lot while I was doing this story. Um, so... It was passed down to her from her family. This doll made its way actually from Germany to here in the United States. That's when oh, her okay. family immigrated from Germany. Okay, that's pretty here. cool, actually. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, so it's this old porcelain doll. It's really cute. And my grandma actually, she what she did and pissed off my mom and my aunt because my mom and my aunt collect these things. And yeah. I know that the value of them are high. And it's like, well, this is this is more family sentimental. She took a Sharpie and she drew eyelashes on <laughs> That's fucking funny. I know. She actually did a very good job, but my aunt and my mom were like, I can't believe she drew on that's, my That's crazy. But now when I write, I see it, I'm like, my grandma did that. You yeah, know? that's like, cute, though. Yeah. Oh, that's a cute so, story. So, like, she still has it just because, like, when we were moving and stuff, I didn't want it to break. But I need yeah. to find a nice nice spot for it. You, you know? have a nice little case for it. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah, my grandma had it in a case in her uh, bedroom, the Loveland house. After I'm her. just, like, I'm terrified of dolls. They just creep me the fuck out. Yeah, I I think just when I've learned a lot about them, because I know a lot about like the makers and stuff like that. My mom taught me a lot. So it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's interesting. And you know about some of the ones that are worth like a lot of money. Like they put thousands of dollars on eBay. And yeah, fucking haunted dolls go for like hundreds and thousands of dollars on <laughs> eBay too. Oh, these ones are stupid. Come with the ghost. <laughs> They're getting ripped off. <laughs> Oh, no, it's funny. So I guess, you know, that's, that's part of why they accepted Mandy into the museum was because of the history. Like, these things have, do have a really rich history. So the, the museum was like, yeah, we'll take Mandy, you know. Yeah, we'll take her. But anybody who had, like, encounters with Mandy felt very strange. And Mandy was a little bit of a trickster when she was there. So <clears throat> initially, so um, Miranda gave the doll to the museum and this doll initially was wearing some very old, dirty clothing, you know, kind of dating it, showing its age. But the most disturbing part about her was her face. Her porcelain head was cracked, particularly above the right eye, making her glass eyeball protrude a little bit, finishing off with a lovely little sinister smile. And I think I showed you a picture of her. Yeah, you did. I didn't think she was scary. You didn't think she was that bad? No, I think Harold's more scary. Oh, yeah. Harold is. Have you looked at pictures of him on the internet? Yeah, you showed me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's scarier. Yeah. But um, anyways, Miranda did eventually, sharing some stories, I'm not really sure at what point she shared it because she didn't really want to talk a whole lot about the doll. But um, when, Miranda, when Miranda had the doll, she would hear a baby crying from the basement where Mandy was kept. The doll. Oh, fuck no. And when Miranda would go down to investigate, she would find a window open with the curtains blowing in the breeze. 
so sorry. That was just kind of the last straw for her when she would just hear this horrible crying in the basement. And after Miranda donated the doll, the supernatural and the crying, supernatural events and the crying stopped. So she was like, not my fucking problem. But like, she's, I don't know. People often say, at least in some of the things that I've heard, that why would she not just throw the doll away? But I'm like, it's the same thing with her Ouija board away. Like, you're kind of stuck. No, I'm pretty sure you could donate it to the goodwill. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what she somebody did. else's problem. That's what she did with the museum. <laughs> she was like, here. <laughs> they were like, here you guys go. This is my day. Thanks all. Godspeed. Yeah. So once the museum was in possession of the doll, they had a procedure for every item donated to the museum. They would put the item in a plastic bag to catch any bugs or anything that might create an infestation in their collections. You know, it's something mm -hmm. from people's homes, you know, when you're bringing it in with valuable things, you don't want it to create anything that's going to create a massive amount of loss or damage. Right. So that may sound a little like gruesome, like putting a baby doll in a baggie. And that's what some of the staff felt like when they were putting Mandy in a bag. They were like, we just feel like we're doing something wrong. And they kind of felt like they were being watched as they were putting Mandy in this bag. And I guess during the time that Mandy was in quarantine, that they would hear the bag rustling and she would periodically change positions <laughs> within the bag. Yeah. Gross. That so, makes me throw up. Oh, no bugs. God. Just Mandy. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like when you tell me stories about like, the doll moving and stuff like that like oh i know is what it does to me it but like me i have no issue telling you about annabelle and she is like fucking moving around in the apartment <laughs> i know when you told me about annabelle i was like yeah no they all these little things like to move around and i don't like that that she was like the in the pokemon movie where it's like mew and mewtwo and up and it's like and they just keep like <laughs> hopping all over. That's what I. I like that's what I picture. Mewtwo's chill. I don't know about this Mandy chick. <laughs> um, so that happened. Let's see. Once she passed the quarantine, she was scheduled to be photographed and then added to the museum collection. So this was the time before uh, at a time before digital. So she was left in a photo lab overnight. So they had to develop the photos, et cetera, et cetera. So as that was all happening, um, she was just left there. When the staff returned, it appeared as though a small child had had a temper tantrum in the room with items thrown around and the room was just in complete disarray. <clears throat> so she's been kind of known in a similar way to Harold in the way that she is just kind of reluctant to be filmed or photographed. Um, a particular visitor reported not being able to film in her area, but he was able to film everywhere else in the museum. So he was like, that's weird. Um, alone at night, another reporter was developing photos in the lab and he heard footsteps above him. And then his like contact sheet, which had never jammed before, was like really messing up and jamming. So he was like, this is just weird. So just people having these weird little events with her. Um, the museum staff even gave her a little pet lamb one day and the very next day, the lamb was found outside of the locked case that Mandy was kept in. So something similar to like what you were saying with, I think it was, was Robert. It, was it Robert? I think it was Robert. Yeah. He has like, I think it's a little lamb too with his story. Yeah. I think it is. I could be wrong. I'm sorry if I'm wrong on that, but it was a little stuffed animal. Mary I wanted to does a not lamb. want a little lamb. Yeah. She's like, no, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, She's also has been reported to have rejected her first few placements within the museum. So she was initially placed right in the front in a chair. I don't know why. Why would they just be like, mm, she's cute. 
<laughs> but I guess that just started giving visitors kind of bad vibes and people well, didn't like that. <laughs> yeah. No shit. <laughs> um, so they moved her into a case with some other antique dolls. And according to rumor, she began hurting the other dolls. And I haven't been able to find in great detail. I'm like, what is she? How the fuck she hurt them? The I plastic. I don't know. Their... I don't know. She's like ripping their appendages off. Appendages. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my question. I don't know why. So they finally chose to place her in a private display away from other dolls, um, where she is still reported to move, change positions, and you will see her in one position, and the next you'll see her in another. Her eyes seem to follow you. And so she's going to say her eyes fall out. Her eyes fall out. And then they go put it back in. I'm like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, no, you just you got to take care of Mandy. She's falling apart, guys. Oh. <laughs> I just like pictured. Do you remember she's this? She's 100 like, years old. No, but do you like remember? <laughs> um, There's like squishy stress relievers. And it was their like, eyes oh, pop and, out. yeah, yeah. the eyes pop out. That's what I'm picturing in my head right now <laughs> oh no oh no no but that's how i picture her little cracked eyeball it's just kind of ooh, ooh. Like, poor thing poor mandy <laughs> um and this is where it gets kind of sad because like the origins of mandy are a little bit unclear as with many haunted dolls it seems there's a lot of legends um one origin story actually stemmed from her way to fame on the Montel Williams show in 1999 with a famous medium, Sophia Brown. I still don't know who this person is. I recognize her face. When I saw um, her in a photo, what was I was Montel? like, oh, Montel Williams. Yeah. Um, I knew you. So, Miss Sophia Brown does not believe the doll is haunted. Uh, no, I don't understand that part. But anyways, she believes the doll belonged to a set of twins that died of polio and that the doll is instilled with the mother's grief. Right. So what? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Take it that with what you will. I don't know. Oh. I, couldn't, I couldn't find the clip, and I'm so angry. That doesn't make sense to my brain right now. No. I think it's just more energy. Like, you know, it's not like it's haunted by a spirit. It's not like haunted by something evil. It's just like energy, you know? That kind of makes sense. It's because of something terrible that had happened. That sounds haunted. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another tale is that the doll was found in the basement of an abandoned farmhouse. And a couple of different psychic readings have come in and kind of thought that maybe it... <sighs> I'm so frustrated because I don't really know where this story came from, but they think that a man was walking by an abandoned farmhouse. He heard crying from the basement and that's where he realized it was coming from. So he decided to go and try to investigate. And he was able to find an entrance um, into the storm cellar. So he opened its doors. And once he found his way in, he found the body of a dead little girl holding this doll. I have heard this story. Okay. This seems like a very common story. But it's like, is yeah. this just like a psychic being like this is what I'm interpreting? Or like... That's, I don't know where the origin is. It's just like everything I read was just like, this is where she's from. And I'm like, okay, but why? <laughs> but anyways, but the, the legend is that like, instead of like trying to bring it to the cops for any reason, no, he was just like, here, let's give it to this new mother. They, she'll love it. 
And so thus the doll has kind of just been passed down in that family is what I believe the storyline says. So that's how our girl got it before giving it to the museum. It's like passed away, passed, passed away, passed down. That's family. a very interesting thought because that's very similar to the Annabelle one. Because like mm-hmm. when I was watching the Lights Out podcast on that, the one of the guys says something about how like the sometimes children can transfer like their spirit or whatever into a doll Mm. um which is also another funny thing to me because like in the videos of the interviews i found of ed warren he specifically says that like that's not a thing like that can't happen with annabelle because that was something that the girls thought because um God won't let the spirits of children do that. Oh, um, and that's how yeah. they know it's something demonic or whatever. Interesting. You know, um, I, so I that's like just that. that's very interesting that that's something. I don't. Yeah, I don't that theory that. of the thought of a child's spirit getting transferred into like these dolls. Like that's just an interesting. Yeah. Little like a little thing. Yeah, it's like really like I don't think it is. I don't think it's gonna be. I, I don't hope it's not. It makes me. Sad. Oh yeah, no, I don't think it is. That no. thing probably has something demonic attached to it. Yeah. I do like the idea. If it's like a moving shit, yeah. That's not okay. That's not. No. Eso no es de Dios. <laughs> <laughs> but she's not really known to hurt people. I mean, she'll like hide their lunches apparently at the museum and stuff like that and move things around. She won't hurt people. She's just other dolls. But mm-hmm. I'm still like, that's sending a message. Yeah. I'm like, that still doesn't <laughs> That's sound. asserting your dominance. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, there's a lot of investigations. I showed you a video yesterday of some folks who were investigating it. Yeah. And the girl's hair moved, but in the video, they don't even show you, like, the entire frame where you can see, like, what happens right before the hair moves. It's just, like, a little clip where, like, the hair moves. Right. And then it's just If that's your video, I want to see it all. Let's chit-chat about it. (laughs) (laughs) So was there more about Mandy? Um, no, that's pretty much where, that's where we're at with her. It's just, yeah, you can go see her. That's her story. Um, you can talk to some of the museum staff um, about her stories. They know a lot about, like, they'll tell you her stories and stuff like that, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll talk about their experiences with her. So I really like stuff like that, where they are, like, there are people who have their own little stories about her. So whether they're just trying to gain their way to fame or. I want to find a Reddit, like a Reddit hole on her. Yeah. what I can find on there. Right. I just, I don't know. I like to find random things on the right. internet. I think it's fun. It is fun. This was a fun this was a project fun. we decided to do. I'm yeah, happy totally. about it. Totally. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us today. If you liked our episode, please give us a five-star rating or leave us a review. Also, please check out our Facebook page or follow us on Instagram at Mostly Spooky Podcast. If you like to email us your spooky stories or have a topic request, please email us at mostlyspookypodcast at gmail.com. And as always, friends, stay spooky. Mostly.